Hello, and welcome once again to an exciting episode of the Pop Rewind Podcast. Hi, I'm Lee. And I'm Linz. And you're listening to the Pop Rewind Podcast, as already stated. How are you doing today? I'm pretty good. How are you doing? I'm just fine. Just fine. You know, I hear we're going to have an interesting topic on this episode of the Pop Rewind Podcast. I have not heard that. Oh, really? What have you heard? That it's maybe like a skippable episode. No, no, no. This isn't one. This isn't like that fly episode of Breaking Bad. This is an essential episode. <laughs> well, what are we talking about then? I think today is a great day to have an, an I don't know, an annual Pop Rewind podcast Halloween movie spectacular, except there's no movies, just how we celebrated Halloween when we were kids. Ooh. I mean, that is catchy. Yeah. I thought that was a good title. You know, we can abbreviate it to shorten it. It could be the A-P-R-P-H-M-S-E-T-M-M-J-H-W-C-H-W-W-W-K. Even catchier. All right. So what is the first thing that comes to your mind when you think Halloween? I think of costumes and pumpkins and fall weather, and that was more than one thing. So you're welcome. What about you? Fall weather. That's a good one. Who doesn't love fall weather? If I can wear a sweater, I am down. So what's the first thing that comes to your mind when you think of Halloween? First thing I think of with Halloween is going to be the Halloween episodes of the real Ghostbusters. To the shock of no one else. What? Really? (laughs) Those were classic. You know, with the Sam Hain pumpkin guy. Those were great. They had some good songs. They did. What What was that band's name? Tahiti? Tahiti, yeah. Is that it? I think it, I want to say Tahini, but no, that's like the hummus ingredient. No, I, I'm pretty sure it's Tahiti. Yeah. The, the real Ghostbusters had their own teenage pop band for the first season or two. They just did these ridiculous pop songs and they'd play them in the score of the show. There's got to be a playlist on YouTube with all these songs and I'll, I'll fetch it out so we can all enjoy it later. Oh, I think that's good. You know what a good song is that works for Halloween? It's obscure. It's totally an obscure song. They Might Be Giants have a song that was only on like their 1980s demo tape called Hell Hotel. It's inspired by an episode of The Twilight Zone. So when I finally saw that episode of The Twilight Zone, I already kind of like had certain expectations of it. It was very interesting. Hmm. Yeah. I don't. The one song for me that epitomizes Halloween was a song we used to sing in grade school in French class. Because <laughs> for those of you who are new, I am Canadian, so we had to take French. I'm not good at French. But this song is called Say Halloween, like C apostrophe E S T Halloween, not like Say Halloween. Anyway, Halloween. I love that. Halloween. Yeah, it was designed by like some, I guess, French teacher long ago to teach kids French vocabulary. Okay. Did not work on me, but <laughs> I still remember the song, and I was singing it earlier. Like I, I sang Say Halloween, and my friend finished it by doing Say Halloween. Hey. So, so it sticks. How's it, go? it really sticks. That that's pretty much it. That's the whole thing. That's the the chorus part, and then there was like some clapping. But I mean, I don't remember the actual words to sing the rest of it because, again, I was terrible at French. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny that you bring up elementary school because I think elementary school was such a crucial part of Halloween uh, when we were growing up as kids, right? Oh yeah. 
like you'd have the activity days in school or maybe you'd watch something. I think I brought in uh, the movie Quackbusters for Halloween in kindergarten and we watched Did you really? That. Yeah. And I of That's course I'm awesome. like the only one that got it. It's a it's a Looney Tunes parody of Ghostbusters made of old cartoon clips. It's one of my favorites. It's a classic. See, I don't remember dressing up at school much specifically for Halloween. Um, was that like a school-wide thing or that was your choice? I just don't really remember it being a Halloween thing. Like our dress-up days oh. were like silly sock days. And like years later I found one and it was like my mom had hot glued some nails to a sock. Or like <laughs> in high school they had uh, the only only day I ever participated in, in high school because I knew it was a once-in-a-lifetime chance was Y2K dress-up day. Oh, my God. I was the only one in school that actually dressed up for Y2K. And I had taken a white t-shirt and a Sharpie, and I wrote, this shirt is Y2K compliant. And I wore that for, like, the next 10 New Year's. It was amazing. Well, okay, so your school actually did a Y2K day, or this was something that you made up? We're like, hey, guys, guess what tomorrow is? No, it was like, you know how like they have homecoming or a football game that week or something, and it'll be like... That is such a weird topic to do a dress-up day on. Yeah, they, well, they ran out of ideas. It was like Monday, dress-up as school colors, Tuesday, dress-up whatever. And then by the time they got to Friday, it was like, well, nothing left. I don't know, Y2K, that sounds relevant. A lot of people That's, accuse me of making wow. that shirt on the bus ride to school. No, your penmanship's just that bad. Yeah. I know you've seen the shirt. It's classic. I have. It went mysteriously missing in the last couple of years. Yeah, it seems that when I was in school, Halloween was a big thing. Dressing up for Halloween was such a huge deal. But nowadays, at least in the Catholic school system where I'm from, we've got Catholic and public schools. In the Catholic system, at least... They don't allow students to dress up for Halloween anymore, but they have Black and Orange Day. What? Yeah. So they can't even, like, dress like a Disney princess or something? Yeah, nothing. Like, definitely no vampires or anything. Definitely no princess. Like, nothing. You wear your striped shirt that's orange and black, I guess. So basically, you get to look like Oddlaw from Where's Waldo. <laughs> exactly. Wow. The only time I remember dressing up for Halloween, and mainly is because of a picture photo proof of it, is I dressed up uh, at Halloween school as a Ghostbuster, and I had like this really cool, like authentic uniform on with the patch and you know my proton pack. And next to me in the photo is this kid wearing like a really junky plastic Egon mask, and his clothes look like they're made out of like a diaper. Oh. Yeah. I had Ghostbusters Velcro shoes in that photo, too. You are really done up. Yeah. My mom went all out for the Ghostbusters stuff for me. So was the Ghostbusters costume you had, was that store-bought, or did she make it? So it was a store-bought uniform, like the jumpsuit. We got it, like, Sears or something. Um, but I ruined it after, like, one wear because I put fake blood on it. Oh. And that was the end of that. She was not happy about that. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. But, you know, that brings up a good point. Like, anyway, Halloween in general, were your costumes usually homemade or were they store-bought? The only store-bought one I remember, I think it might have been my very first Halloween or something, and I was a wuzzle. But I didn't wear the mask. My mom had just painted whiskers or something on my face with her eyeliner. Oh, that's kind of cool. 
But everything else was homemade. So wait, you basically just wore the bib that said Wuzzles on it? Yeah, I don't like things on my face. And <laughs> I don't like face paint and stuff like that. So she was just kind of like, all right, well, here's some eyeliner, kid. What? I think she drew like a little blue nose or something on me. See, the first thing I ever remember being, and again, because of picture proof, uh, I was a bum. Like, my mom just basically <laughs> put dirt on my face and gave me one of those tote bags on a stick, and that was it. Yeah, remember when that was an okay thing to dress up Yeah. <laughs> like, the 80s were a very different time. I, yeah, I assure you I'm not then. going dressed as that this year. No. <laughs> No, I, my mom did a lot of my costumes. There was, you know, the obligatory witch costume and princess costume. And one year, I think it was maybe the fourth grade, third grade, something like that. I, for some reason, really wanted to go as the Canadian flag. I have no <laughs> idea where that came from, but I was really gung-ho on it. My mom, like, in, you know, before me, she used to be a professional seamstress. And so she made me this Canadian flag costume, but it's such a weird thing to be that everyone just assumed I was a hockey player. Uh, how, how, how did you look like a Canadian flag, eh? I vaguely remember it. It was just like this white kind of fleecy outfit that kind of stuck out. And then I had, you know, the red maple leaf in the middle and some stripes on the side. I wish there, well, maybe I don't, but I sort of wish there was photographic evidence of this, but I haven't been able to find any. I think you need to go visit your mom this weekend and find a picture of that. <laughs> I, I have one of the Wuzzle costume. I'm going to look for the other ones because I remember the princess costume being pretty slick. It was like purple vel or not velvet, purple uh, satin. Nice. I remember I was really excited because my mom put this like frosty purple eyeshadow on me and i was so excited to be able to wear makeup and had hot pink lipstick so i mean still like some makeup staples for me so basically she made you a free costume yeah <laughs> here's some old lipstick i got from like bingo night here you go <laughs> it was pretty cool though and uh i think the first costume i made myself and it, it was you know it didn't involve any sewing but my best friend and i in I think it was seventh grade. We dressed up as Ren and Stimpy. Do you have a picture of that? I wish I did. I know. I remember posing for a photo, but I have no idea where it is. But it was pretty much us in... Well, I was Stimpy, so I was in a red, I guess, jogging suit. And I had a Ren and Stimpy t-shirt over that. And then I, I, um, I got a clown nose, painted that blue. <laughs> and I had this red headband that I put little cat ears on. Aww. That sounds like that was kind of adorable, actually. It was pretty cool, but uh, again, no photos. We should have had smartphones back then. Right, and that way it would be lost on five phones ago. Like all my pictures oh. prior to last year. <laughs> well, <laughs> never mind about that. Jeez. See, I always try to do the homemade thing as well. I didn't like, you know, like I know Jerry Seinfeld had a bit where he doesn't like the Superman mask with the rubber band. And I, I never liked that kind of stuff either. So, you know, I would I would be like a Ghostbuster and it would kind of be an assembly of different things. Um, one year I was really determined to be one of the spies from Spy versus Spy. And nobody knew what I was. And looking <laughs> when I look back at that photo, I'm like, oh, no wonder why. I'm just like a kid in black jeans, a black shirt with a black hat. And it's like, huh. 
So no, you didn't have the pointy face thing going on? No, that was kind of impossible to do at that time for Oh, I me. didn't know if you did a paper mache mask. No, I was just walking around with a black hat. <laughs> I don't want to see this photo now. I might have to post that one. Um, I did have a Ninja Turtles costume, but I don't know that I ever went out as a Ninja Turtle. Um, that was just everyday wear? Yeah, like I think I would just wear it when I'd play like in the yard or whatever. My first experience with politics, uh, I bought a Bill Clinton rubber mask. Okay. And I zombie-fied it with a Sharpie. I was really into, like, playing with Sharpies and, like, repainting figures and cars and stuff for a while with those. And so I made this Bill Clinton zombie mask where it said raise taxes on its forehead. <laughs> I still have it floating around in the garage somewhere. I don't, I don't know why. Were you even old enough to vote at that point in time? It was third grade. <laughs> So, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's great. But, I don't know. Did you like the mask? You said you didn't. But what about having your face painted? I just, I I never liked that idea of having my face painted. Even now, like, I don't even, I use powder foundation. I don't like wet paint on my face. Right? I've never, never, ever been a fan of face painting. I think I got... You know, a panda or something painted on my face at a state fair once and cried all night. I just could not stand that thought. This is why I can never personally have a tattoo. It would just freak me out. I'm glad I'm not the only one with this neurosis. This is making me feel a little bit better. I think we just learned something about each other today. Wow. (laughs) You know each other 21 years and you finally get to know something new. (laughs) But it also freaked me out too when... A lot of the kids would come with, um, you know, they, they were vampires and they had the fake blood on them or especially the fake scars. I can't look at them. Oh, yeah. I know exactly. What, or that one that looked like a, a finger that was cut and like you just wear it on your finger. Have you seen mm. those? I'm not interested in any of that. Yeah. You know what I am a fan of from Halloween is uh, there's a couple things. One, I love that fake spider web stuff. Oh it's yeah! Basically, just like like junk cotton that you yeah just spread all over the plants in your yard. That's fun to clean up after it rains. I like those um, those black spider rings. Oh, those are awesome! I like when they're uh, orange or purple. Yeah, because that's totally a spider. It's gonna get you. Because <laughs> that's purple spider. That's so wacky. Uh, and then my absolute favorite thing about halloween and this is kind of like in terms of decorating or whatever are those um halloween cassette tapes so one of my earliest memories of halloween like i think my introduction to halloween was seeing a black cassette tape with an orange label that said like spooky sound effects and we would put it in a like boom box in front of our our living room window with the window open so you could hear it as like you walk up and down the street kind of set the mood for halloween well yeah when i got older you know we would buy a new dollar store tape every year so i'm in high school and my mom and i are playing that tape and the usual screams and thunder sounds had turned to like chain noises and a woman going oh oh <laughs> And we're like, oh, holy crap, let's get this tape off. We are scarring people as I walk up and down the street. Yeah, you save that tape for later. 
<laughs> yeah, we, we had to play that tape after hours when like the football players came trick or treating. <gasps> wow. No, we used to like my mom. She went all out for Halloween. When I was little, her and the neighbor lady would kind of team up and they'd both have their porches done up really scary. And they would always play the sound effect and the spooky sound cassettes. But my mom would take old clothing and just kind of stuff it with scrap fabrics and other rags and stuff. And have it so she kind of makes her own dummy that she would sit in a chair on the porch. Yeah. And so kids would come up thinking like that's the person giving out the candy and my mom would jump out at them. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, I always kind of liked that when somebody's dad or whatever would scare you as you go to get the candy. You know, one of the neighbor dads in, in my area dressed up like a scarecrow and had a pumpkin mask on. So you thought it was just a guy in a chair or something. And Yeah. And then when you'd go take the candy out of the bucket, oh no, it's he jumps out at you and kids just run away. I, I don't know that you can do that kind of fun anymore. I don't think people yeah. have a sense of humor about it. No, I mean, there was actually one of my favorite Halloween memories that kind of spans a few years. There was this house a couple blocks from me. And I don't know, I think the guy just collected Hollywood props or something. And he had this huge display on his lawn and it was like Hollywood grade vampires and other scary things. I remember there was like a Lizzie Borden statue of some sort. What? He had an E.T., what it was crazy and his lawn was all lit up like it was it looked really professional and it was so cool and it got bigger and bigger every year until you know they started doing collections for the ronald mcdonald house wow that's actually pretty cool of them to do that it was really awesome and i i remember where the house is but they haven't done it in years but the vampire there was like this vampire in a coffin and it was rigged to pop up and then kind of go back down over and over again. But every once in a while, because he had the whole thing open all month, you would go just to check it out. But it would be the guy in the coffin instead yes. of the vampire would just jump out at you. Yes. See, I both love it and hate it. <laughs> See, I love I it when it's not me, but when it was me and I screamed and peed a little, I did not like that. <laughs> <laughs> I never had the real fortune of a, of a Halloween neighbor like that. Like I would I was in a very walkable neighborhood, so the way the streets were laid out, I got a ton of candy because yeah. our streets were kind of going whatever direction throughout the neighborhood. It wasn't just like, you know, parallel lines. And uh so I would get hooked up that way, but I'm trying to think the last time I went trick or treating you know, what is that age where you stop going? Like, fifth, I sixth grade-ish? I, I think once you're out of grade school, you're supposed to stop. Um, if you're like me and look much younger than you are, yeah, you can probably get a few more years of mileage out of that. Yeah, you worked it. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, you were still dressing up like five years ago, weren't you? <laughs> Let's not go there. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think... Uh, I've, I wrapped up trick-or-treating somewhere, like you said, around the end of grade school. And then I went out twice after that. Once in high school, when friends of mine were like, oh, we're going to go trick-or-treating. And I'm like, I'm not getting a costume or anything. So uh, all I did is I grabbed a broom and we went around the neighborhood and people were like, what are you supposed to be? And I'm like, I used to be Vanilla Ice. Oh. <laughs> which was a total direct joke from the critic um and then yeah i bought uh the they might be giants box set that day 
then. So I, I associate their first two albums with Halloween. Yeah, you got a lot of TMBG Halloween memories there. Yeah, that's kind of just, you know, it's a thing there. Um, and then I, I went one more time in college, like a friend of mine from high school was like, hey, we're going out. And I tried it one more time and that was kind of it. Oh, yep. Yeah. My first year of university, I went out just to see if I could get away with it, and I could. To and then I was like, you know, I'm 18. I shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> to be fair, you could probably go out in a couple weeks, and you'd be fine. I know. It was funny, though. I went out as Jem. Oh, that's actually a pretty good costume. And then the last costume I made, it was, it's was. it been a long time since I've done anything for Halloween, sadly, but I went out as... Uh, well, I didn't go out. I went to a Halloween party as Small Wonder. That's amazing. See, I think that's part of what people are so into with cosplay now that you can like still have fun and get in these kind of costumes like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you noticed, last time we saw Weird Al, his shows went from just being like people in jeans and t-shirts, and now there's a lot of cosplay at his shows. Yeah, and it's beyond just a Hawaiian shirt. It's Yeah, like, you know, before you just throw on your goofy patterned shirt and go see Weird Al. Yeah. It's it's like there's you know, a Yoda in the audience or something at this point. Or a perform this way backup lady. Oh, wow. I totally forgot about that. Didn't she have the bubble yeah. dress on? She did. I mean, good for her. Yamaha. <laughs> <laughs> now, when you went trick-or-treating, um, you know, what apparatus did you use to carry your treats? I remember a lot of pillowcases, but I want to say I had... I think when I was a witch, when I was little, I had this plastic cauldron Okay. that I would bring around. But I mean, that's when I wasn't doing, you know, a marathon of trick-or-treating. I was only going out for a little bit. But when you mean business, you need a pillowcase. No kidding. And you take one of those tall pillowcases, too. Like oh, the yeah. ones off no, your parents' I'm, bed, you know? I'm not messing around. No. Well, my dad used to take me trick-or-treating. So I remember always being tired. He's like, no, no, no. Go get me some more O'Henry and Snickers. <laughs> Your parents are probably still eating candy from when you were a kid. Probably. <laughs> oh, man. Um, well, I think I usually had one of those McDonald's pumpkin buckets. Do you remember oh, those? Oh, nice. Yeah, the pails there. Yeah, I think I had the ghost one that would glow in the dark. I think that was my favorite. Um, and then I remember McDonald's also had like their figures around that time were those anthropomorphic McNuggets. Oh, those are so cool. There, there was like a Dracula McNugget. Yes. Like, I was always kind of baffled by that. I also enjoyed the McDonald's coupons you would get. You would get like a free Sunday coupon in your trick-or-treat bag. I don't think I ever went and cashed it in, but it was still nice to think about the ice cream I could have eaten. Right? Well, you know what the best part is? As an adult, you can still get those books, but they're for Wendy's Frosties. So every every Halloween season, we'll buy a, a book of those coupons and just, you know, hit up the Frosties a few times a week. That is brilliant. Yeah. I'm starting to wonder why I've got a little extra weight these days. I'm starting to wonder how I'm going to get some more weight, but now you've solved that problem. <laughs> I'm so glad I could help you out in this way. Speaking about being fatties, one of my favorite places to stop on Halloween when I was a kid, there was this donuts shop around the corner from me, oh. and it's a place, I've written about it on Pop Rewind, it had the sit-down Miss Pac-Man cocktail table. What? Yeah, but if you went on Halloween and said trick-or-treat at the counter, they gave you a whole donut. What? That's kind of like Krispy Kreme, but with a little more effort. Yeah, and sprinkles. 
Wow. You know, speaking of donuts and Krispy Kreme, how about those Ghostbusters donuts? Oh, my God. Like, are those... Yeah, like, those were a few years ago. I wonder if there's going to be any time with those donuts with the new Ghostbusters movie. I haven't seen anything. You think we would have by now since it's coming out, or it has been out, or whatever it is at this point that the podcast goes up at. Well, I think they've missed... uh, Krispy Kreme has missed an opportunity to bring those Ghostbusters donuts back because they were amazing. And they had... uh, What it was, it was like... I think it was Stay Puffed on the donut, and it was filled with marshmallow goop. Oh, it was so good. I know they've got... I think they're supposed to be zombie donuts. I don't know if they're filled with anything. Again, we don't have Krispy Kreme here right now, uh, but I, I did see it online. Yeah. All right, so are you going to be decorating and handing out candy this year? You know, that's that's kind of been the struggle the last few years. Um, I've been in this house for six years now. The first year I decorated, I always decorate the inside, but I decorated a bit of the outside as well. And we handed out candy, but there were n- barely any kids. Really? And I, I've noticed over the years, there's even less and less kids. Last year, we didn't even bother because there was no one. You know, I kind of noticed the same thing. I lived in an apartment for a really long time. So and it, it was a really small place. So it's not like anybody was going to trick or treat there. So I would go over to family members and hand out candy because I like seeing the costumes. Yeah. And the last few years, you're right. The numbers are getting smaller and smaller. But the costumes are getting better and better. Like... Last year, there was a kid that was dressed like a high sea box. Seriously? Yes. And it was like an ecto cooler? Maybe this year it would be ecto cooler. He had a straw. You put the candy in his straw. See, I like that kind of attention to detail. Yeah. And there was a there was a Marty McFly. And I was like, Yeah, you got the best costume of the night. And he was just kinda like, okay. See, I, I would always give those kinds of costumes extra candy, oh, and then I yeah. would always get in trouble for it with whoever I was handing candy out with. You know, but if they're dressing up like, you know, if they really go the distance, you give them an extra lemon head. Well, it was probably a 16-year-old that came with a KFC bucket on his head and said he was Buckethead from Guns N' Roses. I was like, here's all the candy. That's amazing. To be fair, that kind of was amazing. I know, but my buddy was very upset. Oh, well, how do you, well, if, if you're not going to hand out candy, I mean, how do you celebrate Halloween now? I enjoy watching a lot of terrible movies, especially Ernest Scared Stupid. Oh, that's I a good one. I have to watch that every year. That's a good one to watch. You know what else would be good would be that, um, The Adventures of Pete and Pete, the Halloween episodes of that. I should probably see that at some point. Yeah, you still haven't seen that show, have you? No. Yeah. Okay, add that to your TV list next. Yeah, I'll be sure to ignore that as well. Yep. But I like um, watching different horror movies. Um, Waxworks is coming out on Blu-ray. It's Waxworks 1 and 2. I only really enjoy the first one. So I'll be watching that this Halloween. Nice. That's a good choice. I think, for me, um, the one Halloween special I always make sure to see is The Simpsons halloween special like if i oh yeah if i don't watch any episode of the simpsons for the rest of the season fine but i always watch the what do they call the treehouse of horror right that's such a staple yeah to me like you know the first ones came on tv when i was a kid trick-or-treating for the first time and so i still enjoy watching that but usually by the end of the night after that i just watch reruns of legends of the hidden temple and i scream at the tv as these kids fail terribly at some of the games 
<laughs> oh, you know, so not, you know, movie or TV related, but another way I like to celebrate is I'll go to Bath and Body Works or, you know, what Yankee Candle or something. Oh, that's and very get spooky very... of you. <laughs> I know. Watch out, kids. A soap bar and a spatula. Warning, adults only. But no, I'll, I'll light some kind of like pumpkin-y type fall Halloween candle and that kind of puts another mood in there too. So it's not just spooky movies. You're also smelling like spooky Bath and Body Works. <laughs> yeah, very spooky now that you say that out loud, huh? I know I'm not selling it very well, but get some kind of Halloween candle at the mall and you'll thank me. It, it adds another element. Whatever you say. You know, <laughs> you've got me wanting to decorate my place for Halloween this year. And I, w- I was thinking I've got a few ways to go about it. So they've got that giant inflatable stay puffed marshmallow man on the market now like one of those yard inflatables could get that and have him would holding... you keep it inside or outside well normally he'd sleep in my guest bed and i'd go cuddle <laughs> up with him but for halloween he would be outside and i could make him holding my goblin burger sign that i got from holiday world amusement park yes yeah it looks like slimer eating a hamburger well, bootleg Slimer. Yeah, he's a little more goblin-like than Ghost, but it's still pretty funny. And then maybe I should make, like, the E.T. phone, like, take my speaking spell and an umbrella and a record player and have it call home. Yes. That, that be Are you going to co- hand out candy? Oh, totally. And here's the trick to handing out candy. Buy the good stuff. People think, oh, buy the dollar store stuff because you're handing out free. No. Buy the good stuff. Turn off your porch lights an hour early, and then you've got caramel apple Milky Way all to yourself. See, I was buying all candy. To yourself. I would buy candy that was good, but that I didn't particularly like, just so I wouldn't eat it all. Because before I'd be like, "Oh, I got to get this box of Twix and peanut M and M's," and you know that was gone like the next week. Yeah, yeah. Well, what happened to me is I started buying store brand knockoff candy and was handing it out and the kids would always look kind of bummed. I'm like, huh, I wonder what's going on here. So I took a bite of this Twix knockoff and it was like eating sawdust with chocolate on it. It was so terrible. Yeah, you can't. It's a very fine line because you don't want to get egged either. You can't give it something crappy, but then you can't give us something that great either because you're going to eat it ahead of time you know the worst was when somebody would give you a bag of pennies do you remember that i've never i've gotten loose pennies i don't know if i've gotten whole baggies yeah sometimes like people just give me like a bag of 10 pennies and you know you get a couple of those that weighs you down Yeah. yeah i i appreciated the people who gave out pop but again that's something else that weighs you down i would usually drink this throughout the night that's a good idea, yeah. Yeah, I mean... I think I appreciated people who gave out full bars more. And I still remember, it was Anthony's mom. Anthony was a guy I went to grade school with. His mom would always give out full bars, so we would plan our route, so we would always go past his house. Nice. Yeah, once you knew which house in the neighborhood gave away the full bars, that's where you went. Like, that Bob's Burgers episode was all about that. I know, I was like, I get that. That is Anthony's mom. Yeah, yeah, that was Sarah's house. So let's just throw this out here. Since we talked a little bit about the different costumes we had, um, let's say your best costumes were, were somewhere in the realm of Jim or 
the Wuzzles or Small Wonder. And I was a Ghostbuster. Oh, yeah. Of course you were. I was a Ghostbuster. And I'd like to remind you I was a Ghostbuster. Who had the best Halloween costume? Was it Lindsay? Or was it Team Lee? Hash Team Lee on Twitter. At poprewindonline.com. It's got to be hashtag Team Lens, because I mean, there was a variety of awesome things, and you had, you're had you a, a one-trick pony. Come on now. Yeah, but the Ghostbusters is, is, is the best. You can't get better than Ghostbusters as a costume. Gem, Stimpy, Small Wonder. The Wuzzles one, not so much. I mean, it was store-bought, but come on. I was a spy versus spy. I had, Although a, I did I do- had a hat. <laughs> Vanilla I, I ice? I challenge you. Come on. I challenge you to update that costume with some paper mache. I think you'd basically need like a mask from Beetlejuice, you know, when the, they stretch out their oh, faces. That yeah. would kind of work. And that would he- be good. Here's the thing. I didn't even know at the time Spy vs. Spy was like a comic book or anything to do with Mad. I just knew it as the Nintendo game. So I was dressing up as the 8-bit Spy vs. Spy. That's kind of funny because I wasn't really familiar with Spy vs. Spy until my dad and I would always go to these card, sports card kind of shows and comic and card shows. And I don't know why, but I ended up with a full set of these Spy vs. Spy cards. Nice. So that's kind of how I knew them. And then I got into Mad and all that afterwards. But kind of interesting. We both got into it not through what it was intended. Right? How'd that work out? It's almost like we're total nerds. All right, so we're at the end of the episode now where we like to give out some recommendations. Lee, would you like to go first? Yeah, I would. Um, You know, I think music is a really good way to get into the Halloween spirit. See what I did there? Halloween spirit. A friend of mine was having a pre-internet party, and so I bought this really 90s CD that some of you may remember being advertised on TV called Pure Moods. Pure moods, um, the sound sensation from Europe. Is this, uh, what is it, Enya and it has that, that kind of stuff? Yeah, it has an X-Files remix on there. <laughs> and I never got around to listening to it because I actually ended up missing that party. And so I found it in my car last week and I started listening to it. And I got to tell you, it's pretty, pretty rocking. Nothing like driving down the street, rocking out to the X Files remix. Um, but you know, if you really want some good Halloween classics, uh, you can check out Doctor Love's Monster Party mix. In fact, you know what? Maybe we'll even include it uh, on PopRewind.com as some sort of video this year, so you can check out the Doctor Love Monster mix. Ooh, what website was that on again? I think it was poprewine.com. Ooh, poprewine.com. And, it, you know, if if music and movies don't get you into the Halloween spirit and maybe you're more of a video game person, I would highly recommend checking out the following games. Monster Party for NES. Nice. Yes. That It's, it's kind of like cheesy old movies turned into a video game. Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Also mm-hmm. kind, of, kind of like that. And... Polter guy for Genesis or Mega Drive, and it's I I enjoy watching you play Polter guy. Yeah, the premise is you're kind of this Beetlejuice type of character 
that follows this family around as they move from house to house and you keep haunting them. It's really it's really unusual and really cool. Yeah, I've never played anything else like it. It's a Sega game worth tracking down. What about you? What recommendations do you have? Well, I guess if you like demonic teddy bears, which I do not, you could pre-order a new Teddy Ruxpin because they're back now and they have devil eyes. He's got these LCD eyes now that show emotion if he had any. Freaks me out. Yeah, Holy crap. I didn't click on that link when I saw that on Facebook. I was like, don't need to see it. No, I, I don't like it at all. No. But if you're into weird crap like that, by all means. Go for it. Well, I think that kind of wraps it up for this episode. Uh, we got a couple notes here we're going to throw in at the end. One thing I'm going to do right now is shamelessly push for some uh, more listener reach. You know, if you like the show, maybe everybody who listens could just recommend it to one person and uh, get the good word out there about the nostalgic awesomeness that is yeah. poprewine.com. And if you like a podcast, let us know. Maybe we'll like it too. I know I listen to the Why Are You Listening to This podcast. I listen because it's funny and there's sometimes some retro gaming talk. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I listen to the Jeff Rubin, Jeff Rubin show. His guests are kind of right up my alley with the, the nostalgia. Uh, Tom Wilson's podcast, that's also a good one. And if you do like our podcast, uh, leave us a review. I think you can do that on iTunes, and you might be able to on SoundCloud. I'm not really that great at it. So by all means, go find out how to do that. And we couldn't have more awkwardly promoted ourselves just now. We're pretty <laughs> introverted, believe it or not. Um, <laughs> and in addition to that, uh, we're also taking topic suggestions. Season three is going to be coming up pretty soon. Uh, we're wrapping up season two over the next few episodes here and we kind of want to get your feedback if there's things you want us to talk about uh if you member things we'll uh we'll bring them up on the show someone did leave us a suggestion which i think was pretty good what is it i don't know if we get a whole episode out of it but talking about how we met oh i think that'd be a fun episode maybe we can kind of do that in a clip show or something yeah i think we need a couple beers i think that will make the tales a little more interesting and if people want to contact us, tell them how. Well, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Google+, YouTube, Tumblr, probably other places. Oh, Snapchat, but I've been really bad at Snapchat, but we're still on there. We're at Pop Rewind or at Pop Rewind Online, and you can also visit us at www.poprewind.com. That was poprewind.com, and this has been the Pop Rewind Podcast. I've been Lee. I've been Linz. Happy Halloween! Oh, I wish I knew how to say it in French. Bon voyage, Halloween! No, that's not it. Oh well. Bye!